Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast for June 9th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy here with me is MLB and weather expert Mark Paquette. And Mark, uh, looks like good weather for a uh, for the schedule overall today on Sunday. Yeah, third day in a row with very little weather problems. The slight, slight chance of a shower that could cause a delay in Cleveland, Chicago, and Detroit. But basically... Go ahead and play there, even arms. That it probably won't happen. Okay, so we have uh, we have an AL East matchup to start with. We have uh, the Rays against the, the Red Sox. We have Blake Snell going against Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, the two lefties here, and with Blake Snell, it's he's a very good pitcher, but uh, I kind of lean towards avoiding him uh, in cash games for sure against this, this Boston lineup. The Red Sox are just not as good as they are last year, but, you know, maybe you take Snell for a tournament, but you still got to, you still got to pay up for him, uh, you know, on this, on this Sunday slate, uh, on DraftKings, it's 9,800. It's, it's, it's not that bad actually. So I kind of like it for a tournament. Uh, as far as his Rodriguez goes, uh, he is not, Lived up to the hype. I, I just thought you know, I've been hearing about him for a long time from Red Sox insiders, and you know, just not getting the job done. So there's some bats to like. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer is hitting 329 uh, against lefties with, and uh, Yandy's Diaz hitting 316 with 10 runs scored against lefties. Austin Meadows 308 with 13 RBIs. Uh, against lefties, so you you could almost run a you could almost run a stack here uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Diaz is just forty one hundred. Then you have that Meadows; he's fifty eight hundred. You're really gonna have to spend up though. So uh, Kevin Kiermaier, though, we mentioned is good at lefty on lefty. It's just forty eight hundred, and then uh, you know you you look now. Willie Adamas is only is only thirty seven hundred. Yeah, um, I'm a huge Red Sox fan, as you know. And, yeah, Erod is probably the most frustrating pitcher of a generation where uh, they traded him straight up for Andrew Miller a couple summers ago uh, from the Orioles, and we thought we had a pitcher that could be a number two guy. Um, And he has not lived up to the billing. He nibbles. He doesn't attack hitters. He doesn't put hitters away. It's, it's never a fun start to watch him pitch. It's just maddening. So you're right. I'm not going to use Erod on the other side of the mound. Snell, like you mentioned, uh, pretty affordable for such amazing swing and miss stuff. 10300 on FanDuel. I guess the only way I'm going to use Snell, um, J.D. Martinez missed yesterday's game with a sore back. He potentially could miss this game again. If, if that's the case, Blake Snell's looking better for me because you're missing a big right-handed bat that generally doesn't strike out a ton in the middle of the lineup, um, and I would like Snell better. But generally, yeah, look for some raised bats. Um, a lot of lefty-on-lefty matchups, which I don't love, but uh, hopefully Erod wouldn't go long in the game and you get into the Red Sox relatively soft bullpen. Good pitching matchup in Philadelphia. It's Sonny Gray against Aaron Nola. Uh, Sonny Gray has lost three of four road starts this year, but not his fault with a 289 ERA. Uh, 
But I think, uh, you know, against this Philadelphia lineup, you know, they're in first place. I don't know if I want to risk it. On the other hand, you know, you have to like Aaron Nola for 8,600 against the Reds on DraftKings. You know, he's going to be a popular cash game play. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. Obviously, we saw the tremendous game that Nick Pavetta pitched yesterday. Um, and you would have to wonder if Aaron Nola can do the same thing to a Reds lineup that's scuffling a bit right now. On the other side, um, Sonny Gray has been a good pitcher this year. Uh, the Phillies aren't scoring a ton of runs. So, again, this is a game where you could look at some arms there, probably not going to be using a ton of bats. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh... Looks like Robbie Ray will be a very popular play at 10,600 against the Toronto Blue Jays lineup. And uh, you can run a stack here. You got Clayton Richard uh, going for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Eduardo Escobar absolutely kills lefties. 361, seven home runs, 22 RBIs, 15 runs scored. Nick Ahmed hitting 357 against lefties with 13 runs scored. Uh, there's two guys. If Wilma Flores is in the lineup, he's hitting 306 against lefties. Cattell Marte, 304 versus lefties, eight home runs, 20 RBIs, 16 runs scored. So you could be running the stack here at Water Escobar. Is 5,200. Nick Ahmed is only 3,600. Cattell Marte is 4,800. Uh, I'd have to say Marte is maybe one of my favorite play, value plays of the day. Yeah, it seems like you've done your homework on the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I mean, uh, Clayton Richard is not a good major league pitcher. He doesn't strike out a ton of batters. He pitches the contact. He walks batters. So get some runners on base and use some of the guys that you mentioned there. Now, Ray, you're intrigued by him. He is affordable. He is coming off his longest start of the year. And I did write him up that I liked him. How much How how much do you like him? I get this lineup. I, I like him a lot. I think he's one of my favorite plays of the day, bad pitcher. Yeah, I mean, he's coming off his best start of the year with nine strikeouts in seven innings against the Dodgers. However, that was his first start of six or more innings in the whole season. So you have to wonder if he can repeat that or is he starting to finally figure things out in that start against the Dodgers, He only had one walk. So if, if that's the case and he can find his control and doesn't walk a lot of batters, we can look for him to go deeper into the game. Colorado was at the Mets. Jeff Hoffman against Noah Syndergaard. Uh, with Hoffman, you can get some lefty bats in there. If Dominic Smith is in the lineup, he's only 4,300. Conforto is 4,600. Uh, you'll always have to spend up uh, for, for Pete Alonso after he hit his 21st last night. On the other side, Syndergaard would see he could get into a non-course field lineup would be a good start. But there's just been no rhyme or reason with Syndergaard. At home, he's 2-2 two and two with a 462 ERA. And we actually saw him get hit around by the Detroit Tigers at home. So I think Syndergaard's more of a tournament play than anything. 8,400 on FanDuel is certainly appealing given his talent. But like you said, he's sort of the Mets version of the right-handed Erod, where he has a ton of talent and just seemingly is inconsistently one start to the next. So you never know quite what you're going to get. You're right. It is a non-cores Rockies lineup, so sometimes against a good pitcher, you can look to attack them. But I don't I don't know if I'm going to go there today. Uh, and you mentioned some Mets bats. Yeah, on FanDuel, they continue to be relatively inexpensive. Uh, you mentioned Dominic Smith, who's 
he's been batting leadoff, and he's only 2,400. So anytime you have a, a leadoff, I mean cleanup, uh, batting a, a cleanup hitter at that kind of price, you have to at least look for some savings and potentially lock him in. Yeah, it really depends on whether Syndergaard's going to throw his slider with any comfort. That, that's been the big thing for him. He just hasn't been able to throw it at all with any level of comfort. He said earlier in the year that the ball actually feels like ice in his hands. Uh, he just can't get a feel for the slider when he tries to throw it. Let's move on uh, to the Minnesota Twins. Uh, we're facing the Detroit Tigers. I know you like Jake Odorizzi a lot, having his best season, 10,900 on DraftKings against Detroit. Uh, be a very safe pitcher, excellent cash game play, especially for the price on DraftKings. Ryan Carpenter will open for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, we'll have some good bats. Mitch Garver's hitting 410 with eight home runs and 19 RBIs on the road. Uh, Torrey Polanco hitting 367 with eight home runs, 25 RBIs. And CJ Crone hitting 316 with eight home runs and 22 RBIs on the road. So uh, the twin stack is something else to consider here. Polanco's 5,100, Garver's 5,300. With some of the way these bats are hitting, though, it's reflected in the price, and uh, it's not going to be easy to run the twin stack today. Uh, yeah, by first glance or listen to you there, I'm like, wow, I'm going to look at Scott's lineup today and see plenty of Dimebacks and plenty of twins. But like you said, it's it's tough to fit uh, some affordable bats in it just because of how well the Twins have been hitting. But you do look for lefty mashers, like you mentioned. C.J. Crone uh, is first come to mind. But is Carpenter stretched out? How how many innings do you expect him to go? Obviously, if he doesn't get uh, hammered early in the game, is he has he been starting recently? Uh, I will have to. Uh, I, I don't think he has been. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, well, seven innings his last start against Tampa, five innings against Baltimore. So I guess he is. He's wrong. I'm thinking that's wrong. I'm thinking of somebody else. Sorry about that for putting you on the spot. But going to the other side, yeah, Jake Odorizzi, as you said, very safe cash floor. 9,800 on FanDuel. He's coming in as the American League ALERA. Well, okay, American League ERA leader. Just think of that. Uh, where so getting into the middle of June, and this guy is pitching this well. His last several starts have been his best of the year with nine strikeouts in each start against Tampa and White Sox in the White Sox. So, yeah, and it's not like the Tigers are killing the ball. The, the, their best hitter right now is Christian Stewart. So that should tell you something about the Tigers lineup. Yeah, he might be that lone all-star representative. Yeah, Carpers had two. Uh, two bad starts, one decent start, one good start. So, like you said, they, you know they they probably could get the Yankees uh, playing in Cleveland. The Yankees just not able to beat bad teams lately, it seems. And Chad Green will be their opener today. Shane Bieber for ten thousand two hundred against the Yankees, who on paper look like a good lineup, but Bieber has just been so good recently, and he's he has a two ninety one ERA at home. In 43 in the third innings pitch, he has 58 strikeouts at home. So I got to like Bieber at least as a tournament play. Yeah. Chad Green has to be an opener. They don't, he's, I see he hasn't gone more than an. No, he's an opener. Yeah. So I wonder how, how that is going to help or hurt the Cleveland bats. It's always, how many lefties would the Yankees have out of their bullpen? That's some research. 
that you should look into and then look at some splits in, in that way. Um, as you said, Shane Bieber has been very good. The Yankees lineup is talented and deep and had been hitting the ball until they got to Ohio. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. He's a definitely in GPP play. Okay, next uh, we continue to move down the line here on Sunday. Atlanta's at Miami. Max Fried at 7,100. It's a real good discount, it looks like, against Miami. And then you got Pablo Lopez, who's uh, two different pitchers on the road and at home. At home, he's got a 184 ERA in Rome. At away, he's 682. So this might turn out to be a pitching duel here where you can save some money, particularly on the uh, Atlanta side. But it's not as chalky as it seems to be because the Marlins have hit over the last uh, month or so. Yeah, that's a great point. Max Freed is 8,000 on FanDuel. Um, yeah, but uh, the Miami has Garrett Cooper and Brian Anderson and players like that have just really surprised DFSers throughout the industry, uh, so much so that not everyone goes to pick on the Marlins right away when they look at a pitcher. I'm not really what make know what to do with this lineup and in this matchup because of that. Um, as you said with Pablo Lopez, that's a guy you could look to attack, especially with some left-handed bats. Freddie Freeman is, is especially appealing because of how hot he is. And you look at the next game, uh, Houston at Baltimore. Dylan Bundy is a, and Wade Miley are two guys that we reflex want to attack in daily. But Wade Miley's better than people give him credit for, especially at home. Where he's just three and one with a two twenty one ERA. Then on the other hand, uh, you got Dylan Bundy, but the Astros lineup is just uh, littered with with all kinds of injuries, uh, and you never know what what you're going to get from Bundy really. Any time out, you know this is not the Astros lineup that we began the the, uh, the last year with, and Dylan Bundy, uh, his last his last three starts. Haven't been t- actually uh, his last. He hasn't been terrible at all recently against Texas last time. Five in- innings pitched, three earned runs. You know, so so. Uh, good, pre- pretty good start against Detroit. Decent start against the Yankees. Uh, decent start against Cleveland. Uh, he has not allowed more than three earned runs in a, in a start uh, since April. But at the same time, you don't always get length from him either. Yeah, I was going Six consecutive starts with three earned runs or less. He's not be- getting blown up. So, and against the depleted Houston lineup, he probably won't get blown up today. On the other side, like you said, Wade Miley's been surprisingly effective. However, if you want to go for a one-off here, uh, being a lefty, Wade Miley, go for the third baseman for the Orioles. Um, I always get, there's a Nunez and a Ruiz, right? Uh, it's... Um, Renato, Renato Nunez, he is a lefty killer. I would go for a one-off there. He's 3,500 on FanDuel. All right, moving on to Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. Uh, seems like you want to run a Milwaukee stack against Stephen Brault with Chase Anderson on the other side. Christian Yelich against lefties, 337 with uh, 23 RBIs, 31 runs scored, but he's always going to cost you. Uh, Mike Moustakas hitting 279. 275 uh, against uh, against lefties. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, wrong stat. Uh, I stand corrected there. Versus lefties, of course, uh, it, it's, it's a little different. 
uh, scratch what I said there. Um, you got Yasmani Grandal is 310 with uh, five home runs and 11 RBIs against lefties. So that's somebody uh, you definitely you definitely want to spend one. Uh, Eric Thames hitting 278 with three homers against lefties if he's in the lineup. Uh, Christian Yelich does better work against righties, only at 274 versus lefties. So maybe you don't want to spend up. Mike Moustakas has five home runs and 11 RBIs against lefty. That's pretty much lefty on lefty. Uh, what do you think Orlando Garcia, though? He's got pretty good stats against lefties, and he's only 3,800 on DraftKings. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Brault is not a good pitcher, but much like Dylan Bundy, he hasn't been getting blown up, maybe because the Pirates are very wary with him. In his last four starts, he hasn't given up any more than two earned runs. Of course, he hasn't lasted more than any uh, more than five and two-thirds innings, so they don't really allow him to go deep. Now, if they could get him out of the game early, the Pirates' middle relief is really bad, so that could help the Brewers' bats. But I'm sort of torn here. It, it's a hitter's park, um, but Bro just doesn't get blown up, so I don't know if I'm going to go full Brewer stack here. On the other side, yeah, um, the Pirates, uh, just nothing stands out to me offensively. Maybe the one guy you may want to look into is Brian Reynolds. But Chase Anderson is is a decent pitcher, especially at home. And again, I hate to sound like a broken record. He's probably not going to get blown up either. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Orlando Garcia hitting 313 against lefties. Ronaldo Lopez, you never know what you're going to get. But he's only 4,600 on DraftKings if you want to take a chance against the Royals going against Glenn Sparkman for Kansas City. Yeah, this is amazing. And he was my bargain arm of the day. When I saw the prices, I was I was like, wait a minute. You have batters that are much more expensive than a starter on DraftKings. And on FanDuel, he is priced up a little bit more, $6,000. But this is a guy who had 14 strikeouts in a game a little over a month ago. 14. I mean, if you want, it basically, every expensive bat that you can basically fit into your lineup, use Lopez, and let's hope he gets somewhere close to that 14-strikeout game. It's it's really kind of perplexing why he's priced this way. Sparkman pitched five third innings the last uh, time out, so it looks like he's stretched out, but uh, you can certainly consider, uh, you know, maybe a White Sox bat or two here with uh, – you know, with somebody of his lack of pedigree going. Yeah. yeah. Um, generally, a, a minor league pitcher that has been called up due to injuries and basically other pitchers not performing well, that's a guy that you can pick on, yes. Then we have Oakland and Texas. Frank Montas uh, is one of the ERA leaders with the tough ballpark, so maybe you stay away here. Uh, and then you got uh, you Drew Smiley going for the uh, – for the Oakland A's, and uh, you know, somebody you want to get hitters on. I think there's only on a. Uh, is this is this game on which slate here? On, um, I'm playing uh, the, the full day on Fanduel, so that's right. what I'm looking. At. Um, let me see, and then I didn't even look and see what the other slate for Fanduel is. Let me take a look here. Uh, it's yeah, the all. It's a 105 main slate. So what time is this game at? 305. And 
that is not on the main FanDuel slate. So if you want to play this, you're going to have to play the all day. Yeah, you're going to have to play the all day. That's what I was thinking. Uh, and But Drew Smiley, there are some bats that you certainly want to get in. Uh, Steven Piscotti moves lefties. So does uh, Profar's got uh, good stats against lefties. Marcus Semyon is playing very well, too. And you could also consider Chad Pinder. Yeah, well, I've been talking about pitchers that haven't been blown up. Well, Drew Smiley's given up seven earned runs in both of his last starts. This is a guy that has the potential to get blown up. So, yeah, Oakland bats are in play for sure. Then you have Seattle at Los Angeles at 4 o'clock. Wade LeBlanc against uh, Trevor Cahill. And uh, you, you consider stacks on both sides here. I mean, Mike Trout at 5,800 is always in play against, against a pitcher like like that sort of pedigree. Uh, Tommy LaStella, even though it's lefty on lefty, 4,700. Albert Pujols at 4,300. Against Cahill, though, you really want to get some bats in there. Daniel Vogelback at 4,500. 4, Omar Navarez at 4,100. Malik Smith has been picking it up at 4,300 as well. I think if I'm not mistaken, oh no, okay, Trevor Cahill is listed. I was thinking, I thought I saw him. He was placed in the IL yesterday, but I was mistaken. Yeah, Wade LeBlanc, again, he's a guy that has the potential to get blown up, though his last few starts he has pitched pretty well. But against the Angels team, yeah, with a lefty on the mound, you just look for Mike Trout and uh, see if you can afford him. And if you can, you you lock him in. The Dodgers at San Francisco, Walker Bueller is uh, maybe going to be, you know, one of the easiest plays today at 10,200 but uh, then you consider Madison Bumgarner's on the other side uh, you know this could end up being a pitching duel no guarantee for a win on either side uh, you like Bueller to maybe rack up strikeouts and limit runs uh, I don't think Bumgarner's only 8,400 so maybe you want to consider him as a tournament play if you roll him in roll him in multiple lineups it, it's a uh, roll out multiple lineups it is a uh, it is a tough lineup for him to face yeah, lefties against the the Dodgers. You know you're going to see the Kiki Hernandez and the David Freeze and players like that. So if you want to get some savings and get a piece of the Dodgers lineup, go that way. Now, on the other hand, Bumgarner is a veteran pitching, pitcher who has pitched fairly well recently, and everyone is looking at the Dodgers lineup and just saying, no, just get many in. But really – they were the hottest team offensively for the first month, month and a half. They've cooled a little bit. We've seen Tony Bellinger's batting average continue to drop well below 400. Obviously, he wasn't going to hit 400 for the year, but still, he's returning more to earth. Still a very good pitcher, I mean player, but he's not the world uh, beater that he was for April where he was smashing all types of records. So, the Dodgers offense sort of goes as Cody Bellinger does, and I think they're more human, and thus Bumgarner could be a GPP option, especially at home. Lots of good pitching today. Washington at San Diego, Strasburg versus San Diego. But then you got Paddock who's on the other side who's been a little bit bumpy recently, so maybe that likes, makes you like uh, Strasburg a little bit better for the win. Yeah, I mean, Strasburg is the guy – on cash games that you're just like, okay, it has to be him if you're paying up. He's just been very consistent, very safe floor. His last start against the White Sox was his only start below 34 points in well over a month. 
almost two months. So as long as you think that that last start was a hiccup and he could bounce back to like the 58 point on FanDuel performance that he had two starts ago against the Braves, this is a guy you look to roster. We just saw the Padres basically do not hit righties very well. They were dominated for seven innings and nine strikeouts for from Max Scherzer last night. I would look for a repeat performance, something like that, from Strasburg today. My favorite three stacks, Arizona, Tampa Bay, and Milwaukee. You have three favorite pitchers based on both performance and value for today. I think Odorizzi, Strasburg, if you're uh, paying up. And then it's going to sound crazy, but if you want to get as many bats as you can, Lopez from Kansas City, just at the price. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, Mark and I will be back tomorrow on Monday. We wish you good luck and uh, continue to visit WindailyDFS.com for all your fantasy needs.